I'm Alan, and welcome to Halle Juku, starring Brandon Cooper and myself, P.D. Ray. This is episode 69, another jersey for the collection. Enjoy! Nachos amigos, and welcome to another fantastic episode of Hallyu Juku. I'm Petey Rave. <laughs> Here with me, unable to hold his emotion either, is Brandon Cooper, aka King Kaz. Hold on, I'm blowing up my audio. Peter is flipping out. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. How are you this week? We are, of course, gathered together to talk about. East Asian pop culture, uh, like we do every week. Uh, I mean, almost every week. Sometimes we take a break. Uh, you know, sometimes we got to rest. You know, sometimes we get tired. Uh, but we did not rest this week. Sometimes you don't. Yeah, exactly. We did not rest this week. We are here for another episode. And of course, like we start every episode, we check in with what's new. Kaz, yeah. what's new with you, man? Um, I want to say... I am excited. We have, we're in the final stretches of both new shows. Um, there's going to be a new DKGS coming out uh, early next month. Um, this week is the 27th uh, of April. Um, we submitted everything to the the powers that be, which is Apple. Uh, so all that stuff is going in for DKG Welp. Uh, we just have to wait for them to be like, all right. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Which is pretty much it. But in the world of East Asian pop culture, there's a new Sony song out. Mm-hmm. And as you know, I've been going through the perils each week of seeing if Sony is still worth our listen. Um, this one is called Mean You featuring uh, Bake Yearing. Bake Yearing? Bake Yearing. Yearing. All right, I said it right the first time. I should always, I should stop second guessing myself. I generally say it right the first time and then I, I proceed to then just. <laughs> disseminate it and just destroy it and just be yeah. like nah. one, one of these days oh, I'm going to have to teach you Hangar <laughs> <laughs> but um, you read Korean I, I this is probably I, I'm going to make this assumption right now this is more what PD expected from Sony yeah other than the last two joints that we got <laughs> um, this is very much kind of a classic Sony style song um, a newer style video I will say, but yeah. this is definitely a Sony style song. Yeah, this is definitely a Sony style song. Like this is more of like the style that I expect and like from Sony. I mean, not that I want to ascribe expectations on anybody doing creative work, but um, I, I, it's it's definitely a, a, I I like this a lot better than I like the other two songs. Uh, I especially like the they they did it in Instagram uh, format. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that's definitely interesting uh you know with him like unfollowing his ex-girlfriend and like uh him playing the balloon though the, the, it doesn't uh, my one gripe is if you, you it, if balloons that you blow by your mouth don't float at least uh, not un- that well at least not that well no not at all unless unless becky had in uh exhales helium we don't know that do we know that we don't know that we can't confirm nor deny uh 
So we can only assume that Becky at end of 15N, in fact, inhales oxygen and exhales helium. Yeah. Science. Um, <laughs> but yeah, this is a good song. Yeah, I, I really like this. I like this. I like yeah. this feel from Sonny more than that, more than him trying to be trying to trying to be all hard and mean. Like, um, I don't know. I I I, I can kind of appreciate a lot of things from Sonny because he's really lyrical, he's really intelligent, and he's really fun to listen to. But I definitely kind of have enjoyed this of the three songs that we've talked about so far. Mm-hmm. Um. So, but I mean, I don't know. I, I kind of enjoy am enjoying all of what I hear, and this might be an album I have to pick up from Sony. Mm-hmm. So, there we yeah. go. Yes. Um, but so this week was kind of moving meh on. for me on the music front. Um, I only really had two songs that I wanted to bring to the table this week uh, of of what I found. Um, this one for me was way more fun yes. uh, because it, it's. In a sense, um, it's almost making fun of this whole 90s revision uh, in a way to me. Um, yeah. So this is Yusan. Uh, uh, Jin Yusan, um, yeah. Yeah. A, a 90s group in their own. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh. And it's a very, like, it, it kind of goes through the years of... of Hip hop, um, not just Korean hip hop, but hip hop in general. There's a lot of like, like you know, our Run DMC, like Puffy and Mace, like there's just like a lot of fun stuff in here. And the song itself is really good too. Uh, like there, there was so much to kind of love and like from the song. So I don't know. I, I appreciated a lot about this, and I really, I really did genuinely enjoy this song. Like I sent it to Petey, and at first I was like, "This '90s thing." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, this '90s thing is like it's it's a real thing. You're just gonna have yeah. to accept it. Uh, but then the more I kind of looked at it, I was like, "No, this is just kind of having fun with the fact that they're that they have a new song and that they are a group of the '90s themselves, and it's kind of just going through these eras and and." being silly and i i then had a much greater appreciation for it yeah yeah it's a really fun uh track and and the video is super fun you got a lot of cameo you gotta love when you can have a have a nice little uh uh uj suck haha cameo in your video like (laughs) anytime you can have that a, a little bit of that in your video is always fun uh yeah you gotta love those guys and of course, since they're YG and uh, YG's mission right now is to push Bobby, Bobby is in this video. <laughs> Not quite doing that 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 shuffle dance quite well, but you know he's trying. Yeah, he's too young. <laughs> I, I I think he must have showered that day, so he, yeah, he couldn't feel the hip hop. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, he he didn't learn his own lesson about true hip hopness. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Uh, yeah, Jinishan, it's just a fun song. It's just kind of a lot of yeah. references, a lot of nostalgia. Uh, you can't hate that. And it's just a good, good catchy song. And you know what? These guys can be nostalgic about night of the 90s because they, they're from the 90s, literally. Yeah. Uh, they finally got let out of the YG basement. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Is the YG basement like the Disney vault? Like things just go out in there and it. And it yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's like uh, you know, you you only get the diamond edition, uh, every, you know, every once in a while. So it's like, uh, yeah, I, I think so. I think so. It's like they get stocked away for for special occasions. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I wish they'd let. I wish they'd let Minzy out of that out of that basement. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, moving on. We can Just only some, hope. We can one only day. Hope. One day. Love will find you. Um, break those. But Petey, you're up on the docket. Yes, I have you with you this week. Uh, I had I noticed a lot of things that that happened around the the clock. Uh, there was a lot of songs that caught my attention, but one thing is just a random video that caught my attention, which is Femme. Yeah, it it got, it got both of our attentions around the same time. <laughs> yeah, Femme just released a random video of them voguing. Um. Yeah, it's they, them. They both. kill it. Yeah, and they kill it. Uh, it, it. There's not much else to say. There's them voguing. There you go. Enjoy it. it it's a very uh, dance club mix EDM beat um, that that they're voguing to. Yeah, but it is it is it like I really thought there was going to be more to this. And then it just wasn't. It is legitimately <laughs> them in like some office building somewhere. They just do a Vogue, and then that's it. Yeah, then it's done. The time that it took us to discuss it, it finished. Uh, you can go watch it with audio. Uh, do that. Uh, besides that, uh, we got a comeback from uh, Lim Kim, she of Tuguworo. Uh Now, mostly just a solo artist. Uh, Lim Kim of Tuguworo with uh, her kind of mini album. And first she had kind of her pre-release track that really caught my attention, which is Au, uh, off of the mini album. And this was a really cool, like, out of left field track uh, from Lim Kim. And it, a big part of what works for it is her vocals are really cool and interesting. She makes it, she, she uses her vocals, uh, her unique voice really well in this track. Mm-hmm. And they pair it up, you know, this is kind of that primary influence. I think, I don't know if he's, he, oh yeah, yeah. This is uh, produced by primary. Uh, So it's like, it definitely has a different feel than what you expect from Lim Kim. But it's, it it works to her benefit on this track. The song is cool. The, the, like the style of the, the instrumental is really cool and interesting. Uh, it works well with her voice. Uh, yeah, it just it plays well back and forth. Uh, what did you think of this, Kaz? Um, I, I I enjoyed this. I you know something else I'm kind of coming to notice now, like kind of just in general, Korean videos are getting way more colorful. Yeah, and in artsy. Yeah, in a sense, like where there there there's like. So many things that are going on in these videos that just like yeah. are so weird, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like her in the her in the closet. You know, like or in the armoire, if you're yeah. gonna be that guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, but but the song itself, I didn't like it the first time I heard it. Um and I I couldn't it it, it wasn't it wasn't instantly 
it didn't instantly come to me as to why I didn't like it. So I listened to it again a couple more times. And it was one of those things, the more I listened to it, the more I started to appreciate little things about it. Mm-hmm. Which then gave me a, a overall like enjoyment of the song because at first I just it was like her her voice was just kind of weird to me, but then I was like listening to it and I kind of just listened to the beat. Then I came back again and I listened to what she was saying. Um, I still haven't looked it up to see like you know the the translation for all the words that I don't understand, which is a lot of them. Yes. Um, <laughs> Uh, but it, it, this is on one the case, so it has the it has the scrolling thing. But I usually like to just read the lyrics. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I really enjoyed it. Like I kind of I enjoyed kind of and and I'm 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 gonna say this, and I know you generally when me and PD say this, it's kind of taken as a bad thing. But I kind of enjoyed the verbal gymnastics she did in this song. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I don't mean that in a bad way. I, yeah. I totally mean that like. The, the, the tonal well. dynamics that she kind of yeah. works with uh that i think in this sense uh it's 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 tonal dynamics it's like the, the dynamics in her voice help to kind of like uh, make a good variety of sounds like and helps with the like the tone of the song like it fits with the tone of the song so well yeah. uh yeah, and i really dug the track and then she came out with her i think this is probably her like proper uh promotional release uh for the album uh which was an interesting track uh with his love game uh it did have a kind of a pretty amusing video of of dudes myron <laughs> uh did more did you hear this before i sent this to, or did you send this to me i think i i may have sent it to you Maybe. Mm. I know I saw it on, on, on Reddit, on our K-pop. Uh, but this was a, I, I, this was a, a cool song. I will say that I kind of like, I like the, the pre-release better. I like Awu better. But that being said, this is a cool song and a, and a kind of a amusing video. And, uh, mm-hmm. Limp, Limp Kim looks really attractive in this one. <laughs> now I've only listened to this twice now i listened to it before we started recording it and i'm kind of listening to it now so i don't have the same judgment on it as i did with um with awu uh but i kind of off the back enjoyed the beat and the the feel to this a lot more uh-huh. um um and no it's not because she's in that bathtub i just <laughs> I, I generally am in, in, in enjoying this uh song a, a, a bit more um, um yeah uh, but it, it has to me it has kind of the same feel as the last one where it has some verbal gymnastics that she does in the pick up and put down of her voice you know yeah uh, like oh, brother's trying to peep in there <laughs> get get his eye poked out with the dart uh yeah. but yeah yeah it, it, it does have edge like that's what her great strength is that she she uh, plays with like she has a really cool dynamics and really unique tone to her voice that that works well in a lot of, for a lot of songs uh and yeah it just it makes for really cool stuff really cool like really cool songs and and, and uh the, it, it, especially when they make use of it when when the producers and the songwriters make use of it um it's really cool stuff 
uh, Lim Kim. I'm looking forward to listening to the rest of this mini album because I really enjoyed yeah. Goodbye 20, her her other album. Uh, and I know this is going to be different than that, but I'm okay with that. I'm okay with maybe taking her voice and taking a different approach with her voice. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, the next track was another one that caught my attention, which is from uh, comedians turned uh, pretty successful pop singer Shin Bora. Uh, who people might know from uh, her stints on gag concert uh, where she would play a diva singer <laughs> and then but they, then you know she started singing properly in songs I think before that she she was doing stuff with uh, where she would uh, sing for soundtracks and she would sing in skits on uh, stuff and you would notice like, hey She's pretty good. <laughs> she can sing. Um, hey, how about you just go ahead and sing? And then she debuted as a solo singer last year, I believe, with a with a cool like ballad. And then she came back with this song featuring Vasco, uh, yeah. called Mismatch. Uh, and this is a cool song. Like her voice is really cool in this. Like she's another person who has a this isn't the way you're supposed to sing k-pop voice yeah but that works so well i think really and especially in this song especially with somebody who's uh a grown-ass woman (laughs) so she's a grown-ass woman i'm gonna put it that way uh and therefore she has that kind of uh delivery and bravado that she can deliver uh better than say any of the young girls that are out there in the idol scene and it works well for her what what did you think Kaz? Um, i really enjoyed it I, I like vasco a lot um i think he's a really smart rapper um and i i hadn't heard most of her serious stuff i've kind of seen clips of things you and pd have i mean you and t2 have sent me from gag concert with her in it like i like when i when i started this i was like i've seen her before and now that you just said that like i remember seeing things that you or t2 have sent me uh from gag concert that had her in it um so this is like really really like kind of surprising like uh to get this this and like you said like you know, she was already a good singer. It's just she was on a different route being, you know, kind of the funny making fun of this kind of stuff. Yeah. But now it's just like she's doing it seriously. And she's like you said, she's doing it with her with her style. Yeah. Like, and, and it works she's really very well. Grown woman. <laughs> grown ass woman. Uh, I don't know how I'm feeling about those pantsuits, but, hey, you know, it's it's, you know, adultness. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, I, I don't mind. I like, hey, you know what I miss in K-pop? Belly buttons. Because <laughs> <laughs> at least it's not a high-waisted fucking thing. Like, you know, everybody's yeah. got them high-waisted well, that, shorts. Well, that one, like, black and yellow one is high-waisted. Yeah. Yeah, like, uh, but, you know, I appreciate the outfit. Uh, but, yeah, she, she has that really cool, like, style and bravado, and, and it works well in this song. Like, damn. Um, and rubbing on her boobies. That's nice. Damn, that <laughs> Kim Giddy is one lucky bastard. <laughs> the, the other comedian that she's da- she's been dating forever, like yeah. or at least for the past couple of years. Damn, he's a lucky bastard. 
but moving on, uh, so you all get to see the, the stuff. Uh, another interesting release that I think caught both of our attention. Uh, so You Me. And I don't know if you know who she is, Kaz, but she had previously been part of uh, the group Kiss and Cry, that group that oh, that okay, caught okay, our attention yeah, 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 yeah. La- last, I think the other year, like a couple of years, no, last year, that unfortunately disbanded by the end of the year. Uh, and now she's debuting as a solo singer and as a trot singer. This is more trot for us to talk about. I'm excited. Um, so you me with Shake Me Up, Hundra uh, Juseo, uh, and it, it's a just a really fun trot song with like random EDM breakdowns, <laughs> uh, and it's fun and catchy. And she she has that she delivers that uh, trot singing style really well. And she looks adorable and, 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 and is cute in this uh, uh, video. And I don't know. It's just super yeah, fun. No. What, what do you I, think, I, I, You know me and your love for modern trot. Yeah. Uh, so as soon as I saw this, I sent this to you. And I was just I was jamming out to it for at least a good hour. I, like, replayed it a few times. And I love I, – I know people would probably disagree with us about who, who, who really like trot. But that kind of – that kind of drop that's in there at like 115 you know like that kind of dancey yeah. you know yeah upbeat <laughs> drop like i really enjoyed that and i don't know i just there i enjoy why does whoa, why did skype do that um i just enjoyed so much about this like like i i just realized man me and you just have a love for modern trot and we should not we should not hate about it we should not hate that we have this love for modern trot yeah uh, there's nothing to hate about this stuff. It's just so much fun. Uh, the song is fun. The video is fun. Uh, we're still, I think, so far. I, again, this is in, there's still a little bit of the surface stuff so far. Uh, we're still uh, up on the, you know, when it comes to the emission uh, Discover Trot. We're still on, on our positive note. We're still, we're still uh keeping it hundred. <laughs> We're still positive on trot, uh, as far as we can tell. Uh so uh mission enjoy trot is gonna continue. Uh yeah. so keep an eye out for that. Uh, there's more music. Uh Kaz didn't have a lot of music, but there's a lot of music out there to, to keep yeah. uh to, to check lie. out. I turned I turned most of these down. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Which is why they're here. <laughs> yeah, it's why they're here. So more songs. Uh, the this next one is a couple. Uh, well, the next co- the the next couple of songs are, uh, I think, uh, coming off the heels of "Unpretty Rap Star." It's something that I think I've, I've had to t- tell Kaz that he's gonna have to accept that "Unpretty Rap Star" was the thing and it was successful. <laughs> it's fucking dumb. Yeah. It, it, yeah, it but you know what? It was a thing. Um but we get this. We get Kisum, Lil Cham, Jace, Bora uh of Sistar. Bora of Sistar. Uh Kisum, Lil Cham, Jace, contestants on pretty rap contestants on, on pretty rap star. Bora is just Bora of Sistar. Uh she can do whatever the hell she wants. And uh Dunga, uh producer and uh guy on this song in a mask, uh with the song Feedback. 
I will say, I actually kind of really like this song. Uh, it's it's a fun like it's a fun little hip hop track. Uh, it's catchy. Yeah. Bora it is, is, a, really, is Bora fun, surprisingly good in it. Uh, it's a fun past the mic track. I will admit that. Mm-hmm. And uh, like it has fun little moments, like of like the girls being being like boss ass bitches, and like <laughs> like to this to this like uh, protagonist camera person thing, you know, guy. Uh, okay. But what, what, we normally what don't do you? this, right? Yeah. We normally don't do this, but I will. I will say this: Lil Chom is kind of the worst. Um, I, I, I guess I could, I could, I could say yeah. Um, I, I, yeah, maybe. She just kind of has. She kind of has this, this like style that she's always had forever. She has this really cool, unique voice. Like a lot, a lot of Korean female rappers have this really unique sound to them. Sometimes, um, and and it's very kind of squeaky sometimes. Yeah. Um, and some people use it to good effect. Um, you know, some people use it to good effect, and and some don't. And I don't think little chom uses her vocal range to good effect yeah that's a yeah i I, I definitely can see that um i did love uh boda's part and boda is is attractive (laughs) she's an attractive human being um yeah especially on on a style for you uh i've I've been watching her on a style for you because like it's her hani hara who i adore too and hechol who who i can tolerate um kind of uh <laughs> but they're they're fun on that too uh but yeah this is this was a fun track and then for going along on the same uh unpretty rap star ship tip uh we have demon uh together with jadon of of uh label mates uh end flying uh Jimin, of course, uh for those that watch on Pretty Rap Star, she she's uh she's known as the motherfucking top madam. Uh uh which I will say, okay, so this is a song they, they released called God. I will say recently I did uh check out the the live performance of the song they did because I kept hearing about Poos. It was like, yeah, oh, it's like Poos. Oh that song Poos. I'm like, what is this song Poos? And I listened to the song and it's kind of fun uh you know like uh it's a fun track and it's catchy uh and it's kind of funny seeing little demon go i'm the motherfucking top madam <laughs> like right off the bat and like uh it's kind of hilarious uh but yeah this song god with Jimin and jadon it's it's Jimin kind of being it, it's just kind of fun this seeing this like this ridiculous like uh hard persona out of this little adorable g-man <laughs> like but i think as as a constructed 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 song this isn't too this isn't too bad it's actually really it's actually kind of good uh it's yeah, fun to I, listen I, to I, I enjoyed it i just didn't enjoy it enough to want to say that I enjoyed it enough. <laughs> you know, like, um, I, I, I couldn't tell if it was like 
I couldn't disseminate the boasting from good music. Yeah. <laughs> my first listen through, you know? Yeah. Um, because if you watch Unpretty Rap Star, Jimin is an entertainer, right? Yeah. She proves how much of an entertainer she is because she outshines all of them on the entertainment factor, right? Which is why she won a lot of it. Um, yeah. And why she has the opportunities she's getting right now. Um, but in doing rap, there is a lot of boasting, and this is now putting her in a position of doing a lot of boasting, whereas before she was kind of just trying to be like, hey, I want to show I have skill at being, like, a rapper too, you know, like, and, and, and doing this. Yeah. And I, I don't know. It's just weird to know this person that has this very quiet mentality presenting this way. Yeah. But it is entertainment. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So once I once I circled back around to the entertainment thing, I was like, you know what? She is creating this entertainment persona, and I'm not mad about that. And I and I enjoy it now more for that factor. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it kind of works, and I, and I like the track, and 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 it's a fun track to listen to. And I kind of want to go back and I, I I'm going to have to go back and fi- and actually sit down and watch Unpretty Rap Star uh, at oh. some point. <laughs> And actually finish it because like I only watched like the first episode. Uh, I can't. I, I'm because you know that one performance and apparently Cheetah killed it on uh, basically consistently. So I want to see her yeah, perform Cheetah well. Cheetah was also really good on there too. Yeah. Yeah. So I got I got to check that out. Uh, but yeah, Jimin putting out some stuff, creating herself a new persona. Um, last but not least. Uh, we talk. We're talking about something that so weird to me. <laughs> we're talking about. I think this one's like kind of a a a, a, sh- a kind of a connection to this week's uh uh episode of the A three K podcast that I appeared on, uh, which is oh yeah, you did. Yeah, we mentioned Death Note the musical. <laughs> mm-hmm. We talked about the well. We mainly talked about the live action they talk series. About Naruto the musical. <laughs> uh no. Uh, but we talked about Death Note the musical. Um, and I don't know if we were talking about this one. I don't know if there's a joint Korean and Japanese promote uh, uh, project happening with Death Note the musical. Um, but this is Kim oh, Jun Su. <laughs> uh, this is Kim Jun Su, of course, of JYJ. And formerly of TVXQ or Dombang Shinki, uh, with a a song uh, that he's performing under under his person uh, under his because uh, he's okay okay I'm I'm not making sense. This is a song. The game begins from the musical. Uh, Kim Junsu is playing the part of L. Um, I will have to. I'm going to have to admit. Uh, I haven't seen anything of Death Note, so I'm not familiar with who L is. Um, but he seems to, he seems to perform this character really well. And like Junsu kind of has this dramatic persona and singing style just in general. Um, this this dramatic singing style. I was looking for my, um, I was looking for my DVD copy of the live action, uh, that's in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I can't find it. I can't. No, find no. It. Um, um, but okay. So 
uh, being the anime guy here, right? Yeah. Uh, L is one of the main characters. He is a uh, a detective. Yeah. Um, in the in the uh, series of of Death Note, um, and L is a little more. He he does have the raspy voice, but he is kind of this recluse, um, super genius. Uh, who spends a lot of his time, efforts, and, and money on solving the unsolvable. Yes. So. Like, the, like It's like um, Mulder. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, and he likes sweets, but also it's not blue. <laughs> so. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, to be fair, this is just Junsu in the recording studio. And again, the, yeah. the, the, you know, the video that's about recording the song. Um... So and also, uh, L doesn't wear shoes. So yes, that's another thing. Yeah, which which, which uh, I noticed in there. Yeah, I noticed the throwing a lot of sugar cubes in his coffee, and then the not yeah. wearing shoes yeah, anywhere. So, he, he really mainly only eats candy and drinks coffee during that whole show. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's interesting. Um, yeah, I don't know. Well, well, what did you think of his performance as L? In this musical it number, it was weird to me because, like I said, I do, I do somewhere around here. I am that that level of otaku that I do have a copy of Death Note the musical that I bought. I mean, not Death Note the musical, but Death Note the. A, there was a couple of live action movies. But I do own one of them uh, that I bought in Korea on the black market. Um, <laughs> but uh, but no, I, I one of them uh, in one of them underground shopping markets. Yeah, mm-hmm. but a lot of shit there. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it, it's weird with the musical parts. Like a lot of the parts that are just supposed to be kind of him acting are a little more spot on. The way he drinks the coffee, the way he kind of does things. Um, but the 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 musical part is just kind of weird to me. Like I, I just, I'm not sure how that works, you know? Yeah. Uh, but they've been doing a lot of this stuff lately with a lot of animes being done in a musical style. I know there's a Naruto musical. I think there was talks of doing something else really big in a musical style. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I would have to see more of it to, to know how I feel about it. You know? Yeah. Um, I don't know. We'll, we'll definitely have to see how it works out. Um, I imagine there might be, I'm not going to assume for them, there might be news uh, further along as it comes out uh, on the A3K podcast over at anime3000.com or uh, youtube.com slash anime3000. You can also see me on there. Uh, I talked about Love Live. I'm still looking around for this goddamn (laughs) I had had an interesting back and forth uh, between myself and Jack D. Tyler D. about Love Live. The app and and the anime, uh, though she hadn't seen the anime, but uh, I talked about the anime because I had seen the anime. Um, but yeah, go check that out. Anime three thousand A three K podcast. Uh, this past episode is pretty. It was a pretty fun one. Uh, but that's it. I think that's it for uh, what's new this week. Uh, I'm actually surprised how quickly we got through all those songs. Uh, but yeah, now we're going to go to our headlines. So join us over there, won't you? What? 
Dr. What? Where? Oh, hello. Over, over there. Over there? Welcome back to our headlines, everyone. <laughs> also, you stopped screen sharing. Uh, yeah, I know. Uh, it was like, it was like, uh, it was like eating memory and stuff like that. It's like, oh, nice. yes. It was Good just, job, Skype. Glad yay. You're program. <laughs> um, making me think of going back to Google Hangouts. Um, but yes, the first big headline uh, it's, uh, we're going to probably, is that we're probably going to have to go look for a third Jersey at Asin. <laughs> <laughs> Just scaring cookie over there. She's like, look at me. He's like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, cookie. Um, but yeah, XL, uh, th- th- we talked, I think, I don't think we actually talked about it cause uh, I don't really like talking about rumors and stuff like that. But before there was there was a time before there was rumors of Tao wanting to leave SM, following the footsteps of Chris and who Chris and Wuhan, Chris and Luhan, uh, and now we're getting like these back and forth uh, headlines and. Uh, and news and updates and official statements uh enough so that there there's a mega thread now <laughs> you know you know some serious shit is going down when there's a reddit right, mega so, thread so break this down for me i'm not i'm not the best at reddit i still haven't hit the button whatever the fuck that is um so so all right Get, break this down for me how i had a word and i lost it yes um um give, so give me the, the topical topics the topical topics uh so there's a, a ton of headlines here that, that make up this um so how it's broken down here in uh the uh kind of reddit mega thread here uh is that the okay so it comes down to uh first of all we got news that uh well first of all it comes off of lay it, it, they start off with lay's uh studio that we talked about before uh that kind of the workshop they set up for lay and his uh chinese activities uh and then there was kind of different like uh headlines on on other things uh exos towel reveals that he was depressed due to injury uh because he did have that ankle injury uh you know he kind of went down with an injury uh he had to play hurt um you know he performed on m countdown he fell down with an injury uh, and then, you know, they said that it was getting worse. Uh, you know, different different things here, back and forth. Uh, there was some really harrowing pictures of his, like, a, his ugly, ugly ass looking uh, uh, ankle. To the point where uh, Tao's father releases letter wanting Tao to leave EXO. Um... And all right, so it starts off. Tao's father uh, makes personal statement demanding he leave EXO. Um, and I'm going to start off with this Moonrock headline, uh, brought to you by Moonrock.com. 
Uh, just now, Tao's father has made a statement through the Chinese media demanding that Tao leave EXO. The statement reads, To all the fans who always give Tao uh, so much love and interest, hello, I am Han Xi Tao's father. Uh, I'm writing these words with an aching heart and a complicated mind. I know that my decision for Tao to withdraw from EXO will hurt a lot of people. I, it will even hurt my son Tao. Uh, I tried to very hard to convince Tao, but it seems like Tao cannot understand his selfish father. Uh, between him being an idol in Korea and Tao's health, I choose Tao's health. Uh, in his three years with EXO, he received both large and small wounds. The back injuries, body injuries, leg injuries, etc. cannot be counted. When Tao goes on stage, I am anxious that all wounds become deeper. After being injured, there was nothing I could do but bring Tao back to China. Rather than receiving support from his agency, Tao only suffered injuries. After experiencing all kinds of trials, I decided to bring Tao home, but it was already too late for him to receive the best treatment. There's nothing more important to parents than their child's health. Currently, our family's number one priority is Tao's health and well-being. Lastly, I'm sorry and thankful to the agency and the Excel members. Thank you to the company for caring for and taking interest in Tao for the past three years. I'm also sorry to Tao's fans and Excel's fans. Um... Then that sounded weird at first. I'm not gonna lie that that uh the I am anxious old wounds will become deeper. I, I that sounded weird at first, yeah, but then yeah, I, yeah. I reread it and I I have a better understanding because I was like, what? Wait, what? Does he want them to get worse? And I was like, oh no, he's just saying yeah. he hopes that these old wounds that they think that have healed don't get worse. Okay, yeah, yeah. Keep going. Um, SM and then you know SM makes official statement concerning Tao's father de demand that fathers demand that his son leave Excel. Just now, SM Entertainment has released an official statement regarding the personal statement that my, made my Tao's father demanding that his son leave Excel. Through so a press release, as an SM representative stated, he will we will now make an official statement regarding the comments Tao's father wrote on Weibo. Uh, while we are in the process of continuously discussing Tao's various Chinese activities with Tao and Tao's father, it's a shame that Tao's father would upload such comments. The MSRF representative continued, uh, Nevertheless, through conversation with Tao's father, we will explore uh, his developmental direction. Uh, in light of the statement, it seems that despite Tao's father's demands, SM Entertainment is attempting to keep uh, Tao as part of EXO. No shit! <laughs> like... Uh, yeah, sure. They're, they're not going to attempt <laughs> to keep him. Like, uh, yeah, they're going to go ahead and let another, you know, Chris Lujan situation happen. Um, so, and then it goes on. Uh, SME confirms. Uh, then update. Tao has, quote unquote, agreed to leave Excel, say reports. Tao to make a statement soon. Um, this is last we heard. Tao has agreed with his father and will leave EXO, according to a re recent report by Kuki News. Um, take this with a grain of salt in terms of it being any more or less official than the last news items, because I'm quite sure this is just the Cena interview, which I did with, uh, with his father being reported in Korea. But the part of the Cena interview about Tao's filial piety uh, was apparently regarding why Tao is agreeing to leave the group. Um, saying, according to Tao's dad, Tao is done with EXO and SM Entertainment. Update, uh, Chinese actor Huan Xiaoming ha gives an up gave an update uh, of sorts on Tao's rumors, saying that Tao told him he would update us on his status through a statement soon. Uh-huh, and then, 
You know, we're, we're just sitting here waiting with our popcorn and our binoculars. As for Exo, they're carrying out schedules as planned. Um, then we really haven't gotten any updates. Uh, there's a, there was an SM producer that that tweeted some kind of dumb stuff. Uh, that in, you know, in the end, Exotel takes steps on withdrawing too. Lay will leave soon, though. Uh, starting rumors about Lay. <laughs> Uh, and then, then Tao at some point goes onto his Weibo and simply writes, I'm sorry. Thank you. He's like, and nothing else. He's like, look, motherfucker, give us an update. (laughs) Right. It's like, give us an update already. Um, uh, it's, we also have an updated uh, Battle Royal picture. <laughs> yes, exactly. Before Tao leaves, let's check in on the Excel Battle Royal picture and a mad fan. Uh, we have a nice update. Uh, Tao, everything is going according to plan. <laughs> uh, which, of course, joins not only the two X'd out, but uh, Suho's, of course, uh, Japanese uh, sympath- sympathies. Uh, you know, the Rising Sun. Of course, Bacon's uh, Oreo. Chenyo's uh, don't up the package. <laughs> Which I think is a headline we didn't talk about before. Uh, yeah. But it's it's one where apparently somebody was sending some... A fan was sending another fan uh, some really ridiculous EXO uh, slash fiction. Like... But used the fan club, like used the the like official PO box or whatever as a return address. <laughs> it ended up being undeliverable or something happened, and it was gonna get returned, but to but to to the to like SM and right. XO and to like their fan mail, and it was like they were hurriedly messaging Chanel not to open the package. <laughs> It's like don't open it, don't read the fable. Um, of course, Dio because of the constant Sojin rumors and uh, late. I love this the G Buster. Uh, I think part of the fun of uh, all this EXO drama is this picture, <laughs> the Battle Royal uh, update. Battle Royal Eight Operation Open Window is a go because Lay runs this shit. <laughs> Uh, yes. What can you ascertain from any of this? It it is just an ongoing thing. It 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 has seemed to calm down just in general. Like like, EXO is just leading the the you know leading the the drama. Um, whereas everything else is kind of slowed down a little bit. Um. Yeah. And I'm kind of happy about that, that most of the rest of the drop, like it, there was a consistent couple of weeks where all we were talking about was, hey, guess what? More drama for for the Korean music market, more drama for the yeah. Korean music market. Like um, it seemed to slow down a little bit. Those headlines and those stories seem to have slowed down. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but yeah, it's happened. Yeah. Um, the other thing is is um i fear for the consistency of exo just in general yeah and i don't know if it's getting to a point where 
SM is holding on to a bridge that is falling apart. Yeah. You know? It, um, the, yeah, the tough part is because they really, they really don't want to lose this, uh, this connection to the, to the, to the Chinese market. Like, it's such an important connection for them, but they, you know, they've already, they're already t- down two members of XOM. They, they literally can't have XOK and XOM anymore. Like, just because XOM only has three members at this point, and if it comes down to Tao leaving, that will make XOM a duo now, and there'll be TVXQ all over again. Uh, and you know the idea that uh, this could mean having out no Chinese members, because like if Tao leaves, where where does that leave Lei? You know, as literally the last Chinese member, because <laughs> the lot the other member of XOM is Korean. <laughs> He's just got good Mandarin, uh, right. so it's like, um, I will have to say I, I do I do appreciate that XO is a consistent source of both uh, Schadenfreudian uh, joy, you know, and drama. Uh, and fun, catchy songs, like at, all in one group. Like the, yeah. there's they they bring bring us fun, catchy songs and hilarious drama <laughs> and craziness. And uh, I just wish, I just wish EXO Exotics would would as a fandom take it down a notch, just just a couple of notches, just a few notches. Just, right. Just sometimes. I love, you know, I understand what, you know, you got, you, you got to express your fandom and you got to, you got to show the love, but sometimes you can be a little much. Hell out of here. Yeah, no, they're, the, well, what, what does the Cookie think fans, about this situation? I don't know. The cat wanted a hug and then that turned into him wanting to lay on the lap. It's just getting weird. Um, <laughs> the, but the EXO fans are kind of some of the weirdest we, we've come across. And I think it's like you said, their their popularity kind of brings all out, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like it, it brings them all out in force. Um yeah. they all want to be vocal and, and they're the ones who are very much that we always hear about that we're just like stay in your homes. Yes. <laughs> they don't really love you. Yes. <laughs> like calm your ass down. Calm your ass down, for goodness sake. Um, yeah, like it is, it is just that thing where it's like, um, I, I, for all the, you know, for all the well-meaning level-headed exotics out there, uh, or XOL, I guess, if you want to be accurate, I guess, um, I, I hope for less, like, disappointment, but damn it, this isn't entertaining. Because <laughs> um, this is going to add a whole extra level of fun to ASIM, like I said. Uh, <laughs> it's like... We have, know, to, we have to... All right, right. Hold on. Um, I call this now the whisper zone, right? Nobody else can hear us, PD. Yeah. We really have to make it like a, a hunt video of just us trying to get those jerseys. Yes. <laughs> like... We will figure out a way to produce this. We will figure out a way to make this. It's going to be fun. There's going to be so many awesome videos that come out from Ace. But, yes. 
um, ASIN is going to be amazing. I know we keep talking about it. I know some of you are like, shut the fuck up about ASIN. But th- this is this is our thing. This is the this is where me and PD get to hang out and and actually be like, oh, this and that. Like, you know, yeah. which, which we do every week on the show. But we'll be able to do it in person. So you got yes. to love that. Yeah, you got to love that. <laughs> um, but yeah, all the best to XO, K, M, and L. And T, because I know XOTs out there that the Thailand, the Thai uh, uh, XO tribute band that's gonna have to lose another member too. Because <laughs> you know, have you seen the XOT? Uh, it's this uh, tribute band for XO. Yeah. And when oh, Cru- no, I don't. I I think I've heard of it. I don't think I've actually seen it. Well, when Chris and Luhan left, they they kicked out two of their members, the, specifically the ones that were supposed to represent Chris and Luhan. <laughs> and now they're gonna have to uh, they're gonna have to kick out another member. Uh, let me see. Let me look it up. Ah, no, it's not headlines. Whoa! 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 whoa. Is there more headlines? More headlines. Headline. Breaking. What's going on? <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, well, here, yeah. Uh, an additional headline: EXO cover group XOT goes beyond just covering. Uh, idol group EXO's popularity. Uh, let me let let me get this. Let this, okay. All right. All right. All right. Uh, XO's popularity has gained them a lot of fans, and among them is the Thai cover group Millennium Boy. Oh, that's they. They have a cover on on Reddit. Uh, of freaking Call Me Baby and I haven't checked it out because I forgot that Millennium Boy was this group uh, which recently changed their group name to XOT uh, the cover group became famous by covering XO's famous dances and performances and having similar styles as the original group aka ripping them off um, however in last night's broadcast of Mnet's Dirty Talk they talked about how the Thai cover group is going aboard, overboard with their imitation of XO uh, XOT recently was talked about on various SNS accounts. Um, yeah, to the point where they're like copying like the, the picture, <laughs> like they're taking the, the same hairstyles. Uh, there's, and I'm gonna go ahead and try to find. Uh, the uh, cover group. Nickname XLT revealed to have even uh, imitated EXO's dating and departure scandals. <laughs> to make the, you know, yes, uh, <laughs> revealed that this cover group has great was greatly active in gardening popularity is practically a copy of the board group XO. Now the exact details of the extremity of their imitation were addressed as the show revealed the boys even copied the XO members' SNS pictures. To make things even more severe, the show claimed that the cover group member impersonating Baekhyun also came out with his relationship after Baekhyun and Taeyeon's dating scandal was publicized. Kim Gura jokingly asked if the member pretending to be Chris left the group, but was quickly shocked to find out that this was indeed the case as well. The member <laughs> imitating Chris left the group. Um, yeah, Millennium Boy. Okay, that's good, right? Yeah, Do that. EXO fans are weird. Yeah, no. This is this is like this is this is somebody trying to make some money. 
This is some people. At some point, they were EXO fans, right? Let, 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 let's let, let's work this backwards, right? At some point, they were EXO fans. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, let's assume. Let's give them the benefit of the doubt and say they actually liked it and wanted to, you know, be EXO. Um, nah, they took it too far. God damn, look at these logos. Uh, but yeah, that's the thing. That was the thing. I wonder how they're doing now. Um, I actually want to go check out that that video now. <laughs> uh, but I will do that later. Uh, we've got more headlines to cover, uh, to go through. Uh, one quick one, I think, uh, that I'm hopeful yet concerned, but uh, to give it kind of an update. Uh, ladies Code back together in their dorm set to talk about comeback. Uh, the trio of Ladies Code members have returned to the dorm and are currently training as well as receiving psychological therapy. Sojung, Ashley, and Juni are also set to talk about a comeback at some point in the near future, according to a rep. Uh, when asked about a comeback for Ladies Code, an associate said, Nothing has been decided, but we should start to talk about it. I can't say right now whether or not that they can make a comeback this year. Sounds good, I think. Uh, it's cynical to think, but given that they're guaranteed a huge buzz when they do come back, I can't put it past full of this entertainment to use as a chance, as a chance to recoup whatever investment expenses they've lost at this point. Um, so really what, what I, what Agent Junkie wants to know, what I want to know is whether they actually want to continue or not, which I'm going to say, I think they'll want to continue. And I think this is more about them getting back to a kind of sense of normalcy. And being around each other, which is, I think, is a good thing. I think uh, it can be a good thing, especially kind of, you know, being around other people that know what you went through. I don't know, well, what are your thoughts, Kaz? Um, I was, I was kind of looking through the comments because I was looking to see what the pushback from this was. Um, it, it seems to be pretty well received i don't i don't see you know i don't see any bad discourse in here a lot of it is talking about oh these bands did this and these bands did this you know um and it's talking about maybe adding like how some people feel they shouldn't add members or anything like that so i i do want to put this out there because there there is some language in here that was that was written um that could be taken the wrong way very much the you know uh the putting it past polaris to to yeah um recoup whatever investment slash expensive they they've lost at this point right and that very much can be that could sound really bad because people died um but at the end of the day this is this is how people make their lives you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, like a lot of time and effort was being put into this yeah. for people to live off of this, you know? Yeah. And yes, lives were lost, but, the, but these girls are performers. The people who care for them, the people yeah. who do all these things are trained to do that, you know, are trained to make these people performers. And, and a really, really bad thing happened. Um, that doesn't stop them from wanting to be performers. Yeah. It might you know. motivate them to get, and I think uh, might motivate them to kind of want to keep going. Um, yeah, 
but um, I, I think it, it's a matter of seeing how ready they are. I'm, I, I, I think at the end of the day, what this matter, what this means, is more about them getting back to dorm life, back to being the, around I, I each think... other, being around, you know, being around people that that have been through the same thing that they were, and kind of getting back to their old routine. I think the that best way to heal. say it is to get back to normal. Yeah, you know, to normal and, and for I, them. Yeah. You can only mourn for so long. And then I know some people, like, I know a lot of the things I say, some people just take as like, whoa, what the fuck? But you can only mourn for so long. You can only, you can only be sad for so long before you got to get back to normal. You yeah. got to get back to happy. You got to get back to, to earning a living because the rest of the world isn't going to stop with you. Yeah. You know? And then I um, think that that's also important for healing too. Like trying to. Yeah. Find your normalcy. You know, find your uh, regain your rhythm. And I mean, there could be there could just be a lot of good just in general that can come from this. Like, there you you can have your morning while doing this. You could you can have things that you now can dedicate to these people and, and all these things. And yeah, there could be a lot of market spin on a lot of this stuff, and that might put a sour taste in some people's mouths. But yeah. It, it's one of these things when somebody dies in the public eye, um, and I, I feel like it was it was handled somewhat in a good light. Like it wasn't an automatic spin where somebody was trying to make money off of it or anything like that. You know, um, the only I, thing I, the only thing I would put it uh, put a uh, kind of a, a thing on would be the the putting the manager that drove the car out there as kind of a scapegoat. <laughs> Um, yeah. yeah, like I mean, no, <laughs> I'm no, glad no, they're no, working no, on a reduced no. sentence for him because you know it. it he's only he was only kind of yeah he was behind the wheel yeah he made a mistake yeah he shouldn't have been speeding but really it it was the industry like that yeah put them in that you know it's just uh it's, it wasn't the first car crash in K-pop. One even the fifth, <laughs> one yeah, even so. maybe the tenth, like yeah, um, it's just one of these things. You got to realize this: these are people's livelihoods. These are how these people live their day. dreams. Um, they have to, they have to get back to normal. Like yeah. they just have to. Uh, which is good. I, I hope they're well. I hope that they are healing well, um, and finding their normalcy. Um, but. Moving on. All right. So we have a follow-up to our bucket list talk from, from our last episode. Uh, Rocket News went ahead and put out a part two uh, to their Japan bucket list. Deuces. Deuces. Uh, Japan bucket list to eight places you need to visit to really understand Japan, uh, which is really cool. Uh, I think there's not much really to expound on because we are not familiar with the places, but but it's still a cool article that I think people should check out. Uh, number one, Hokkaido. Okay. Uh, uh, well, you know that you get a lot of really cool, uh, large swaths of land, huge dairy industry, forests, wildlife, like just a bunch of like really cool stuff. Uh, a lot of history, uh, of course. Number two, Tokyo. Um, Tokyo, uh, you know, you got to see a bunch of, you know, it could be a nice, a lot of, you know, it's it, everything, you know, so many things happening in Tokyo from Akihabara yeah. I mean, to Harajuku. 
Right. So this this is probably the place, depending on your level of nerd for Japan, that you would want to be the most. Because like you said, you're going to have your Akihabara. You're going to have all the maid cafes, all that stuff. You're going to have all the hustle and bustle of, of the big city. And, it, and it's fun if you do live in a city to see how a different city in a different country lives and breathes. Um, you're going to get to see all the strange vending yeah. machines and things yeah. like that. Like, But there's still a lot of culture and history and cool shit in Tokyo that you could you could see like if you don't just caught up in wanting to go to the maid cafes and doing all that shit which I'm not gonna lie I'm gonna spend 87% of my time when I do get that chance to go to Japan in some version of a maid cafe yes <laughs> uh, um, I'm gonna hang out in a fucking owl cafe like yeah like, or uh, I know that there's a there's a sheep cafe in Korea I need to get a new job quick so I can start saving money. <laughs> yes. Uh, we're going to have to do that. That's that's the plan next year. Late Hopefully. next year. August. I think I'm planning August. That's the per, that's the tentative plan. August 2016. I, I have no I have no problem taking Otakon off of the map. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, Otakon time and they're getting fucking weird. Paid yeah. $80 for a fucking convention pass. Eat my dick. Uh, but yeah, moving on. Number three, Osaka. Uh-huh. Uh, another place, lots and lots of history. Uh, Osaka is another big place in Japan. Um, there's a lot of cool stuff. I, as far as I remember, I think there's still a lot of castles and things like that in Osaka. Yeah. Um, there's uh, Japan's Seto Island. Uh, yeah. There's Edo. There's Osaka Castle. Uh, aimed to build the largest and most intimidating of all castles in Japan. Uh, it, the, the erection of the edifice started in 1583 and was completed in 1590. The current castle is reconstruction. Um, uh, you know, Toyotomi, uh, all these really cool places. Uh, Tokyo and Osaka enjoy a rivalry today, similar to the East Coast versus West Coast in the U.S. East Coast, West Coast. Tokyo is seen as sophisticated and conservative and the people a bit indifferent compared to Osaka where people are more friendly, passionate, and gregarious. It's like, it's more like, I think like uh, Seoul versus Busan or like New York versus uh, Atlanta, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Though not quite the same. Uh, Number four, Nara. Uh, No, not from Nara. Not, uh, no, not not the not the girl from Hello Venus, but uh, the the place in Japan. Uh, more history, a lot of really cool stuff. Uh, Nara period is also when the two. Uh, so it, it's during the Nara period, named for when Japan's capital was located here. Buddhism was sponsored by the state and acted as protector of the state. Todaji Temple in Nara served as the head. Japan's oldest Buddhist structures and wooden buildings are located in or near Nara. Nara. Uh, okay. Buddhist iconogra- iconography iconography uh, iconography was imported from China and neo statues uh, that, stand, that stand in pairs and act as guardians and the temple gates were one of the influences from this time. Uh, it's uh, the Nara period is also when the two oldest extant documents of on Japanese creation and history were written: the Kojiki records of ancient matters of which is Japan's oldest surviving written work and on which many Shinto myths are based and the Nihon Shoki Chronicles of Japan which was written entirely in classical Chinese um, 
Which is cool. Like, it's crazy kind of looking at the fact that classical Chinese is like Latin. Mm-hmm. Almost to think of it like that. How much, how, how that has spread and changed into like these different countries. Like, how that, like, you know, how much it, it, it permeates how much the crossover there is with Korean and Chinese and, you know, Hanja characters and how much, you know, there's an entire Japanese script set that is based on Chinese characters. So it's like, uh, kan, uh is it kanji? Yeah. Kanji. Uh, which is, which is interesting. Uh, number five, Kyoto, uh, Kyoto? ton of, Buddhist temples. Which I'm not going to say any shrines. of the things I know about Kyoto because all of those things I've learned from anime. So. <laughs> yes. uh, Tale of Genji includes lavish descriptions of social life during the Imperial Water Gardens, including the Imperial Water Gardens where people glided around on wooden boats admiring the scenery while moving yeah. to observe the moon's reflection in the water. Um, Buddhist use a lot of like really cool like temples and places. Uh, number six, Hiroshima. Uh, the less fun place, but kind of more really cool. <laughs> really still cool. a lot of history, still yeah. a lot to see and and take in. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, you you get there and you you get a realization that yo, this place was hit by a fucking bomb. Yes, you know, uh, like, atom bomb, and you kind of see the, the scars there. And uh, the radiated explosion is also convincing. And it's like that. This, this is a big reason why you know they don't have a main army. <laughs> Uh, Hiroshima Peace Park is a popular destination for Japanese public school graduation trips, uh, which is interesting. It's kind of cool. Um, Nagasaki, number seven, uh, kind of a big, uh, port city, uh, mm-hmm. uh, which is really cool. Uh, makes for an interesting kind of town. I can tell you as, uh, a, a, a liver, a, a, a resident of a port city, <laughs> Um, yeah, a lot of trade, a lot of cool stuff. Things to do. Nagasaki at Atomic Bomb Museum, another place that got hit by a bomb. <laughs> um, and a lot of other cool stuff. And then last but not least, Tohoku. Uh, Tohoku region consists of six prefectures: Aomori, Akita, Iwate, Yamagata, and Miyagi, uh, oh, okay. and Fukushima. Haiku poet Matsuo Basho wrote his famous account of the narrow road to the deep north while traveling through this region. Akita Prefecture is the home of Japan's own breed of dog, the Akita, the most iconic of which is Hachiko. Uh, oh, page not found. Well, damn it. A uh, dog enshrined outside Tokyo Shibuya, Shibuya Railway Station yeah, in Tokyo. Uh, Matsushima and Miyagi Prefecture is one of Japan's three great views. Uh, yeah, just a lot of really cool views, uh, lakes and stuff like that. Yeah, a lot of really cool places. So go ahead and check out the article. Um, it adds more to our lists. Uh, and then on top of that, so I decided, well, we didn't have anything for, uh, Korea. Uh, so I just Googled one and Solistic went ahead and provided one. Uh, of 101 things to do in Seoul, a uh, huge bucket list. Uh, and we kind of can go through, just kind of glance let, at a lot of these. Yeah, let, let's glance at some of these. And I'm going to, as you're going through this, I'm going to look for things that I've done. Um, <laughs> yeah, have, I'm, I'm going to say. I've already been to Korea. I'm going to say a lot of what you've done is probably in this first one. 
Uh, especially okay. those first three. Uh, drink soju or makgeolli, but in cocktail form. Buy makgeolli from the Hongdae makgeolli man. Uh, okay. Drink beer and soju. I did drink soju, but I did not drink it in cocktail form. All right, so we're gonna have to, you know, drink beer and soju at a convenience store table. Did that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, learn to make kimchi. I went to the um, yeah family mart because I, I was staying in kind of a, a day hotel, like usually a hotel. Yeah. If you drink too much, you go there, you stay there. I, I kind of made most of my trip staying there. <laughs> yes. Um, so while my my girlfriend at the time was at work, she was she's in the army. So she, while she was on base, I was like, oh, I'm kind of fucking hungry and thirsty. Went out, when it came out, and right down this hill, family mart. So I was like, cool, I'm gonna go to the fucking family mart. Uh, got a got a height and some chips, and I was like, I don't really feel like going back to the room. Like I kind of want to take in you know taking korea and where i'm at so i kind of just sat there on the street uh at one of those like basically little kid tables yes <laughs> and a plastic the plastic stool and just kind of ate my chips and drink my drink like yeah so yep uh learn to make kimchi uh we're gonna have to uh, drink coffee at Guangdong's coffee street go to a makoli and john bar restaurant on a rainy day uh, pick a live fish and eat it five minutes later at Narianjin Fish Market. No, did not. Uh, eat bindatok and mayak gimbap at Guangzhou Market. Eat super spicy food that gave that have made people faint. I did not uh, go to Guangzhou Market. Uh, seven spiciest uh, Korean foods. I've eaten dokbok before. Uh, chicken feet. Yeah, there's there's some great. Uh, these are all articles. Right? Uh, by the way, if you're looking through the checklist, these are all articles that are all on Solistic, and just kind of in list form, so you can decide. I'm gonna do all of these things. Uh, so if you want, if you're if, if you happen to be looking through this list and you're interested in a particular activity, go ahead and just click on it. It'll take you into an article on how to do it. Like learn to eat kimchi. I mean, learn to not eat kimchi. I know how to eat kimchi. Learn to make kimchi. I did, I did do the Korean barbecue thing. So. All right. So eat, some, uh, eat at a restaurant that's been around for 100 years. <laughs> Get full no, of tasty samples that. at a Korean supermarket. <laughs> Go around 7 p.m. for the most selection. Uh, this super spicy duck bulky truck. Uh, eat live octopus at Noryang Jin Market. No, uh, that, didn't that I, I didn't go to any other markets. I I'm kind of I'm kind of uh, I'm I'm kind of freaked out by the idea of eating uh, live octopus. I kind of Bro, partly I, I will, if I can go, I will do it. Like I I am not scared. I just feel, I, I'm not scared Except for bananas. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm not scared. I just feel sorry for the little guy. It's just like <laughs> oh, I'm going to. You're you're like moving yeah. and like I'm going to eat you alive now. I was like, aw. Um eat super refreshing naengmyeon. Uh eat super healthy, delicious vegan food. We probably won't be able to eat naengmyeon just cause uh uh at a jimjabang. We're gonna do a jimjabang. Like one of these nights when we're when you know, when we don't want to go back to the Airbnb or even just for for funsies, we'll stay the night at a freaking jimjabang at a freaking yeah. spa. Because you can do that. <laughs> uh, eat ramen at a convenience store, like in a Korean drama. Eat raw beef. Did uh, not do that. Uh, get smashed just to see if Korean hangover cures really work. 
I did get smashed. <laughs> but you haven't tried the Korean cure, hangover cures, so no, that's going to be a, a we have to do that. Uh, Briar roasted. I did wake up butterball ass naked in my hotel room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hope you got naked in your hotel room. Uh, I did. I, I, my girlfriend did lead me back to our room. Uh, I told you that story. That's the story where we're standing outside of the room and we have the argument about who has the key when I clearly have the key. Yes. Bitch, <laughs> like, I don't have shit. How dare you? How dare you? Uh, buy a roasted chicken off the back of a truck. Did not do that. Get Korean style fried chicken delivery. Did do that. Yeah. Order in a Korean pizza, a Korean style pizza with potatoes. Did not do that. Order meat at a Mahjong meat market and eat it 10 minutes later at a re- restaurant close by. We got to do that. Nope. That's like crazy. That. Try Korean street oh, yes. snacks. Oh, hold on. All right. I got to go back for one sec. Yeah. This Korean style chicken thing, like, remember how I was telling you it comes in these super cool, like, fucking boxes and shit? Yeah, like, yeah. They don't I've show it, but they do talk about one of the places, Kiaochan, and uh, two, what is it called? Two chicken? Um, yeah. Yeah, two, two, two fried chicken. Two, oh, two fried chicken. Yeah. My God. We have to go to one of those places if I get to go with you. Or I both. Will, I will stay at the Kiaochan. Like, I will just stay there because most of the places people also like live in the restaurants that they work at i would just i would just live there. yeah i would just be like <laughs> i am now going to stay here for the duration of my trip i am your new roommate hello how are you i will take orders <laughs> yes do you need it do you need anything cleaned or washed i'll sweep up hey do you need me to sweep up i'll go ahead and stay, uh, I'll, I'll, let me go ahead and sweep up it's like it's like oh no uh no i'm good don't worry about it i'm, I'm sweeping up uh <laughs> it's like um yeah uh order me you know, uh try korean street snacks like haltok or egg bread uh i did try some korean snacks not those two but it, yeah I've, I've had korean snacks while um, korean. eat korean ice cream uh did that as well drink banana milk nope because i don't like bananas or milk <laughs> <laughs> drink some free milk coffee out of their korean mill meal mill meal go to a bar that'll introduce some new korean friends to you Ooh. Um, I don't know if I did that, but if you uh, walk down the street in Korea, people will say hi to you depending on where you are. Now, yeah. if you're near an army base, people are going to fucking look at you weird and cross the street. Uh, but if you're kind of in a place that's a little more hip, a little more young, a little more open, a little more friendly, then everybody's just going to be like, yeah. hey, how, you, how are you? Where are you from? How are you uh, apparently it's a place called Blue Ketchup. Don't this is a post from 2013, so I don't know if this place is still there. Uh, yeah. uh God damn it, TF2 again. They're just gonna go straight to TF2. Um, <laughs> Blue Ketchup is a really popular bar in Korea with a very unique concept. Guys and girls go separately in groups, and if you see someone you like, you can order drinks for them. Then you can use these cards to write down a message on your Kakao Talk ID. Smartphone chatting up and give it to the waiter to deliver. I'm not uh, doing it'll that. Break the, the, I'm not doing that. If that place is still there, I'm not doing that. Uh, <laughs> it's just too weird. It's way too weird for me. Yeah. Blue ketchup. Um, all right. Okay. Moving on. All right. Drink these drinks so you can drink all night without a hangover or whatever. Eat doo-doo bread. 
<laughs> I just, this was not, I don't know where this is from or, or what, but um, yeah. No, it's that, a fun that's bread that's sold at in Sedong. Uh, it's just a funny shaped Korean street snack. Uh, it's shaped like doo doo. It's shaped like a dookie. Uh, so that's some of the food stuff. All right, some of the touristy stuff. There's there's some really cool stuff like take pictures with uh, uh, Admiral Yu Sun Shin. Uh, check out the museum underneath the King Sejong statue. Try on a handbook. So, uh, um, take a cable. I car. did. I did because of where we were staying. I can say I did go to an old neighborhood in Korea. Yeah, um, I can say I did do that because uh, where we were staying, I got to, I did get to hang out in um, some older Korean neighborhoods and meet some old Korean people. They're pretty nice. They're pretty generally nice. Uh, they were fun to hang out with. They will touch you a lot. Yes, <laughs> they will. They will touch you, and they will be like, "You strong? You want to work today?" <laughs> You're like, "I'm sorry, old lady. What?" <laughs> um, I'm surprised. Uh, did anybody rub your rub your arm really hard? Try to see if it rubbed off. I didn't get that. I did get a lot of like the old, like old people, like, "Oh, you're str- you 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 are strong, like you you know, like oh, you're very vibrant, you know, like very like trying to say like very man, you know, like yes. <laughs> very manly." Uh, take a tour of the DMZ. There's a stay at a house. I kept guess. like so we we kept meaning to go do that. We kept meaning to like go take a tour of the dmz um i think one day i went did my own shit and she had to go on a thing because they kept making them do things around korea and then they ended up going to the dmz anyway so she was like i don't know if i want to go all the way back there again (laughs) just for you to go i don't give a fuck i legitimately don't give a fuck yeah (laughs) Um, i will say the other thing that i i kind of did but didn't i did go to seoul tower uh, where I got I got this thing because um, I went to Seoul Tower. It's a, like a paperweight little cool um, thing that has has pictures of Seoul Tower in it. Did not take a cable car. Walked up that fucking hill. Damn. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. We got we have to go to an amusement park when we go. We got there's the Han River Bampo Bridge yeah, yeah. Rainbow Show. We've got to see. Uh, there's a whole uh, activities. Uh, all night movie marathon at Dongdaemun. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Stay at her Buddhist temple. Hang out at a dog, cat, and sh- hang out at dog, cat, and sheep cafes. This is what I was talking about. <laughs> There's dog cafes. We got to do all three. We got to do at least. You have to do all three of these at some point. The dog cafe, the cat cafe, mostly the cat cafe and the sheep cafe. No, the dog cafe is oh, oh. fun. It's like the there's a thing. There is a thing down here that I wanted to do and did not think about it the whole time I was in Korea, which is attend an esports tournament. I did not attend an esports tournament. Yeah. I don't know how that slipped by me. I don't know why I didn't do that. I was a bus ride away from Seoul. Like, yeah. like that I could have done by myself and I did not do it. Yeah. Um, sleep at a Jim Jibong, put a towel on your head like Princess Leia. Uh, I've done the towel thing. I know how to do the towel thing. I know how to do the towel. Uh, and then uh, we're we're gonna have to do that at some point. Uh, go to a bathhouse and have somebody scrub you down really hard, uh, like freaking Conan O'Brien when he went from with Stephen Young to that to that to that uh spa in uh Koreatown in L.A. Yeah. Uh, bike along the Han River. We definitely gotta do that. Uh, can pick picnic at the Han River Park. 
go to a Korean baseball game. Uh, I, I'm going to try to put the field in. I'm trying to get in touch to with a uh, Korean baseball fan, the guy that's like a big uh, Kansas City Royals fan. Uh, yeah. He's a really cool Lee Sung-woo. Uh, he's seems like a really cool dude, and he'd be a really cool dude to go check out a Korean baseball game with. Uh, watch a 4D movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I really care that much. <laughs> I did I've, also tell you I did go do the DVD thing, right? The DVD bunk. The yeah, go like watch a DVD at a at a DVD place. Uh, like, how sticky was room. it? <laughs> it wasn't sticky, but we did. It did get weird because they turned the lights pretty much off. Yeah, <laughs> me and my girlfriend are just sitting there like, yeah, because the DVD bong. I've I've heard things about what really they do at the DVD bongs. Yeah, because we were just like, we we got there right, and the dude's like, you know, what's up? You know, I used the little. I I was a lot better at speaking Korean Korean while I was in Korea. Um, you know, and we we kind of worked that out. Pay him, pick a DVD, <laughs> hand it to him. I. Uh, shows us the room we walk in sit down there was another couple off in the other corner then we sat lights pretty much are off and they put on the dvd and we're just like oh (laughs) (laughs) yeah okay we (laughs) we, we supposed to bang in here (laughs) yeah (laughs) like oh um yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of really cool shopping stuff as well uh find a sock truck and buy 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 mega cheap glasses bargain with street vendors buy a couple shirts with your girlfriend boyfriend uh or just or the friend. co-host of your podcast exactly couple shirts we're gonna be rocking a couple oh, yeah. shirts like a motherfucker uh buy the latest gadgets at young electronics market uh who knows Pay for a drink with a team money card. I want to try that. <laughs> I want to get, of course, one of the things that I'm definitely going to do is get everything involved with uh, public transportation. So I'm going to get myself yeah. a team money card. I'm going to try to figure out all of that. That's going to be fun. Make a free phone call using the subway smartphones for giants. Uh, yes. Uh, basically like a pay phone. Uh... Dance Gangnam Style. No, fuck that. <laughs> I'm over Gangnam Style. I don't need to dance Gangnam Style. Uh, I'll dance. I'll dance. We are in Gangnam. We are We we are Um, hack some free Wi-Fi. Uh, score tons of free stuff just because you can. And visit You Are Here Cafe, which is run jointly by Eat Your Kimchi and Talk to Me in Korean, which is the one hundred first thing. Uh. And which I'm, de- we're definitely going to do if it's still around. Uh, hopefully it is, because uh, that's a cool place. Uh, but yeah, this this is a good, useful list, uh, and we I hope we can we can notch all of these things when we go to Korea, if and when a we majority go. of them, because there's some of them we're, I, that we probably don't. We're, we're, yeah, because we're not dancing. Kind of stuff. Yeah. No, 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 fuck that. Uh, get yelled at while exchanging your money into Korean one. <laughs> Uh, well, I think we're going to go ahead and take care of that here. <laughs> yeah, because uh, I made two mistakes. One, I needed a couple of bucks, so I exchanged that at the airport. <laughs> Which, never exchange at the airport. <laughs> Just wait. Uh, or Just you, have some, if or, anything, or yeah. do the smallest amount you possibly can. 
Yeah, if anything, you could always uh, just go to these old ladies. Apparently, they gave the best exchange rates, uh, but they're incredibly mean. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's the last headline. The one last thing from Moonrock News I want to bring up, uh, which is a really cool thing that I didn't didn't, didn't catch my attention last uh, week, but you know, it's from uh, the fifteenth. Uh, Letter from the editor, remembering Sewell and the Sewell Memorial Forest. Uh, just wanted to touch on this little, little thing. They talked about uh, the fact that they're going to set up a memorial forest. Uh, they're kind of crowdfunding it uh, on Tree Planet's website. Uh, you can contribute if you have a Korean bank account. <laughs> uh, otherwise, you can go ahead and just spread the word. Uh if there's one thing definitely that I want to do that I hope it's available for us to do in Korea is to go ahead and visit this forest. It's going to be set up in uh, Jindo, I believe, which is the show's <laughs> the closest, uh, I think, the closest land to where the, the, the sinking happened. So it's going to be, they're actually just going to set up uh, a nice forest of uh, ginkgo trees. It's going to be because the 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 uh the kind of the the leaves are nice and bright and yellow uh which is kind of reminiscent of the yellow ribbons uh so this is really cool and um hopefully uh well it's it's it is well funded uh i can see they've kind of already gone past their main goals uh for uh for this crowdfunding process uh they're right now they're basically 100 139 million won uh raised which uh which stands for you know about 130 grand uh which is well beyond kind of what they were hoping for to uh, be able to name get all the participants engraved in the monument uh you know a large they're gonna have a nice large forest and a monument built with engraved with messages uh from the families and the vic- of the victims and the missing uh so this is a really cool thing i'm 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 looking forward to like this being completed because uh, it's gonna be a, a nice little place to visit uh and to kind of pay tribute and to think about you know all the uh all the the kids that uh we unfortunately lost that day in, last year on april 16th uh kind of give a place for for healing and a little bit of remembrance uh yeah. healing and remembrance which is always a good thing um yeah any thoughts Kaz, about this um it, it's a i think it's a cool way of doing this uh and you know doing it kind of through this crowdfunding source like we, we've talked about kind of the ups and downs of crowdsourcing kind of on our own and sometimes we've mentioned it on the show because we know a lot of people who you know now make their livings on um crowdfunding and doing things like that so it, it's just a, a, a kind of a good way i think of doing this um and like you said it just makes for a great a, a better remembrance than trying to make some giant memorial or trying to like just do it in some way that just seems silly, you know. Yeah. Um, you wanted to, you wanted to have a good feeling to it. You wanted yeah. because you want it to always more mean happy than sad. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think as long as we can get that, as long as 
that's what we're going to get out of this. I, I'm I'm super cool with it. Yeah. So go ahead and check out more info on on uh, the updates on that uh, at the link I provided, uh, and for Moonrock News. Uh, so thank you, Moonrock News. But that's it. Uh, that was another fantastic episode of uh, Hallyujuku. Uh, yeah. We're you know uh, yeah. Cass, <laughs> yes. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm like lost. Cass, what's going on in your neck of the woods? What's going on in your world? Um, it's like it's kind of a whirlwind time going on right now. A lot of new shows, a lot of new things to have to think about, a lot of new things to have to do. But right now, I uh, I mainly want to draw people's focus. Um, over to 500px um check out all the new photos and, and things like that that i'm posting and working on uh i got lightroom sitting open right now yes. um, looking at a photo trying to think of what to do with it uh but other than that um like listen subscribe to to all the shows uh record breakers fanny pack uh hopefully coming back with a new awesome season because uh, i need to get back on that show at some point yes. <laughs> my, my record i love being on as many shows as i possibly can that all of my my awesome friends do um other than that like i said man just just let you at least give all the shows a try yeah. um I'm going to admit, we're not going to always make something that'll speak to you. Uh, um, but okay. at, at least, you know, see what's out there. See what you like, you know. Yeah. And and if you don't, then be like, don't like it. Yeah. No, sir, I don't. <laughs> no, sir, I don't like it. Uh, yeah. yeah. This is King Kaz. I'm Petey Rave. The show is uh, Hallyujuku. Uh, Kpoppodcast.com. Easy website to share. Revelli.net for this and other shows. Uh, that's it. Follow, like, share, subscribe. Yeah, like, listen, subscribe, follow, share. Well, didn't they tell you? Don't you know? Until next time. Hasta los huevos. you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>